0: Hey, this is Dr. Evans Karyuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Put your hands together and bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Come on, Life City, bless his holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. God has been so good. We bless him, we bless him, we bless him, and we magnify him, and we lift him up. Amen? Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Welcome to our... We have two more conferences, two more weeks of conference this year. Amen. Can we celebrate the Lord for powerful times of fasting, of teaching, of training, of, of uh, the word of God and what he's done throughout the year? Amen. God has truly been good to us and he has been faithful all the way. He's been faithful all the way. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. Let us go straight into the word of God. Let us go straight into the word of God. Go straight into the word of God. We are going to Colossians chapter four, verse 17. Colossians 4, 17. And this week's theme, this week's theme is going to bless you. Begin actually in verse 16. Begin in verse 16. It's going to bless you because it's preparing you for next year. I want to talk to you about the laws of fulfilling God's purpose in your life, the laws that govern your ability to fulfill God's purpose. What are the guidelines? What are the laws? And as we go through these scriptures and these guidelines, I want you to think about the day you stand before the Lord and he says, "'Well done, thou good and faithful servant.'" So think about it this way, how do I get to a well-done good and faithful servant? How do I get to well-done good and faithful servant? Amen. Colossians 4:17. Colossians 4:16. And when this epistle is read among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans. And that ye likewise read the epistle from Leodicea and say to Achipas, say to Achipas, now take Achipas's name out of there and put your name. Put your name. Say to put your name there. Say to, then put your name there. Take heed to the ministry which thou has received in the Lord that thou fulfill it. Take heed to the ministry, which thou has received in the Lord that thou fulfill it. Paul says, when this letter is read, I want it to be read to the whole church. I want it to be read to the whole church of Colossia, but I also want you to take this letter and give it to Laodicea. And let the church of Laodicea also read it and let them come together and give you their letter. You give them your letter. Are we together? The church of Laodicea was responsible to hear this same message from Paul. There are certain things that Paul wrote to the church and he wanted them to understand certain secrets, certain ways, certain how they should act. Paul had a responsibility to share to the church and tell them, hey, these are the things that are going to make you effective. These are the things that are going to make the church effective. These are the things that are going to make you productive. And these are the things that are going to make the church stand. So, Paul had a responsibility to tell the church certain things that pertain. To how the church should be run. Now let us look at the future of the church of Laodicea and connect it with what Paul was saying. So Paul started this church of Laodicea. He starts the church, he lays the foundation, he puts a minister in charge of the church, says, I'm going to write you letters, but continue with what I have taught you. Now go with me to Revelation chapter 3. Verse 14. Now let's see this church years and years after they have been established. Look at this. To the angel of the church in Laodicea, right? Are you there, Revelation 3:14? To the angel of the church of Leodicea, right? I'm reading in the NIV. These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation, I know your deeds, that you're neither hot, neither cold, nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Same church that Paul was writing to. But now for some reason, Christ is telling them, Hey, Leodicea, I need you to wake up because you're neither hot nor cold. And being lukewarm will cause me to spew you out of your mouth, out of my mouth. Saying, I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor blind and naked, I counsel you, buy from me gold, gold refined in the fire so you can become rich and white clothes to wear so that you can cover your shame of nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Talking to the church of Laodicea, Then look what he says, to whom I love I rebuke and discipline. And the line verse 19 those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. Love in a scripture perspective is connected to rebuke and discipline. All right. So be honest and repent. Here I am. I stand at the door knocking. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person that they and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Whosoever has an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the churches. Same church, the founder in Colossians chapter four is telling the church of Leodicea and the church in Colossia, make full proof of your ministry. Make full proof of why you've been called to minister. Make full proof of the reason why you're saved. Make full proof of the days that God called you. Make full proof of what was deposited in you. Make full proof of the calling that God has given you. My brothers and sisters, God requires us to fulfill the promise, the destiny, the purpose that's on the inside of us fully. Fully, fully. I want you to understand that word, full. It was not okay for the Leodicea church. Let's, let's break this down. It was not okay for the Leodicea church to go halfway. For the Bible says if they went halfway, they were lukewarm. And today, so many Christians are satisfied with going halfway. So many Christians are satisfied with being just okay. So many Christians are satisfied with being partial. So many Christians are satisfied with starting but never finishing. So many Christians are satisfied with always starting. You're always in a state of restarting every year. (laughs) Every time, restarting, restarting, restarting. After five years, you restart again. After five years, you restart again. Never finishing anything. That is a condition of lukewarmness where you're always restarting. You never get hot. You're always restarting. You boil halfway every time. You almost get there every time. You're almost, every time it's just almost, almost, almost. But you always hit a rock of offense, You always hit something that makes you stop. And it feels like you will never fulfill anything. Today, in the name of Jesus, this week, I declare unto you, your days of lukewarmness are over. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, your days of partial Christianity are over. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Your days of starting and never finishing are over in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I declare unto you by the power of the Holy Ghost and by the spirit of the Almighty God that you will fulfill that calling. You will fulfill the promise. You will fulfill the purpose that God has deposited on the inside of you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, every project, every promise, every destiny, you shall fulfill it. In the name of Jesus, you will look back at a good old age and declare truly you've seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In Jesus' mighty name, I declare you will not be spewed out. You will not be cast out but you will be accepted in. The Lord will say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. I declare unto you that you will finish strong. You will fulfill the purpose. You will finish strong in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you receive it, give him three great amens in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Church, it's important. To finish strong, it's important to fulfill the purpose that God has given you. It is important. Beginning is good. Fulfilling is the main aim. So pastor, how do I fulfill? How do I get to the end? and say that it has been amazing, it's been good. Law number one, number one, you must be willing to abandon all. Total abandonment. This week we're going to look at the Church of Laodicea in detail. Total abandonment, you must be willing to abandon all, abandon all. Write this point down. What you refuse to let go of will get you stuck on your journey to fulfilling God's purpose. What you refuse to let go of, what you refuse to release will get you stuck. The moment the devil realizes what you are not willing to lose, the moment the devil realizes what you are not willing to lose, the devil will always use that thing to stop you in your tracks. The day the devil finds something that you're not willing to let go of, money, relationship, family, whatever. The day the devil finds something you're not willing to let go of, a bad attitude, your right to be right, the day the devil finds something you're not willing to let go of, every time God is about to do something great in your life, guess what the devil is going to touch? That thing. Every time, every time. Pride, oh, If you're full of pride, the devil will let you act humble and continue to work. Then the day you're close to your destiny and your purpose, he says, Let me let me bring someone to to offend them so they can be cut off. And you see this in many ways. You see, you see people, men who are who get a good lady, a good lady who does, who, who honors them, who respects them, who cherishes them. You know, men, men, love, 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 and all those I love you are not for men too much. A man, you respect him and honor him. That, that's, that's the main thing. That's how you show it. You get a good lady, but then the lady says something small, like, can you help me do dishes or help me? Uh, by doing laundry and you in your mind, that is not anything that you do as a man or your emotions, your emotions, expressing emotions, Oh, men don't express emotion. Then that thing you've refused to do becomes what destroys every relationship you're in. Every relationship you're in is destroyed by that one thing you refuse to do. All of them. All, all relationships, if somebody loves money, everything they do will be destroyed by that love for money, by that love for money. If, if a lady has children and they have this mentality, I, I, uh, this mentality of these are my babies, my children, and you, you seclude the father of your children, that thing you've refused to do Becomes what stops you in your destiny. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You close out the father of your children, that thing you refuse to do becomes what stops you in your destiny. A student, a student that says, Oh, I'm not good at studying, I'm not uh, uh, the study type, I'm not the study type, that thing you refuse to do will be what the devil will use to stop you will be what the devil will use to stop you. Write this point down. Your strength, your strength in its highest extent, your greatest strength in its highest extent becomes your greatest weakness. Anything you're strong at, anything you're good, when it's not restrained in its highest extent becomes a weakness it becomes a weakness. Concrete is good. Concrete is strong. But when concrete dries too much and is too heavy, what does it do? It cracks, it cracks. Anything to its highest extent, anything to its highest extent becomes a weakness. So whatever you think you're strong at, whatever you think you're very strong at, when that thing is not restrained, it becomes a weakness. The law of total abandonment, total abandonment. Often, often we are the ones resisting what God is doing in our lives. Many Christians always going halfway What is, what is, what is lukewarm? Lukewarm is almost hot, almost cold. You have not committed to anything. You've not, you, you've not committed fully to anything. Just there, just there. And a lot of Christians are going to heaven lukewarm. Never committed, never did anything. Oh, been attending a church for, for, uh, three years, four years and you're still not a member, what are you doing? Being in in a relationship with a Christian partner and not committed, lukewarm, lukewarm. Anything that stays in lukewarm state will eventually die out. If today you left water in a lukewarm state, even if you put it in the best thermos flask, In the world, what's going to happen to that water? If I gave you water in a lukewarm state and left it in the best flask in the world, what's going to happen to it? Eventually, it will cool down. It will cool down. Philippians chapter three, verse eight. Look at Paul's attitude. Philippians three, eight. Yea, doubtless. I count all things but loss. I count all things but loss. Church, hear me. There are a lot of people, a lot of believers who never fully enter the ministry and the purpose that God has called them to. Let me give you an example. A boy becomes a man, but mentally he never lets go of his boy, boy, boy mentality. He stays like a boy in his mind. Uh, A single man enters marriage, but mentally still thinks and acts like he's single. He doesn't realize now he has a spouse to care for. A father gets a child, but still wants to act as if, He has no responsibility over anybody. Anything you don't, you're not willing to lose, willing to lose and let go of, that thing will stop you in fulfilling the purpose of God. It will stop you. It will. A lady gets married but still wants to hold on to this attitudes and these ways of being uh uh you know you know these these ladies that Beyonce has lied to them too much that 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 attitude don't want to let go of it don't want to live biblical scripture of how a lady should be biblical scripture of how a man should be oh i'm I'm saved but you know I still got got my ways, I still got my ways. Which ways? When you get saved, you go all in, all in, all in. Is this helping somebody? Paul says, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but down that I may win Christ. That I may win Christ. It is important for us to realize the value of losing everything and not staying in the middle. Not staying in the middle. My wife will tell you, the day, the day we, we began talking, now it's about uh, 19 years ago, 19 years ago, we began talking. The 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 day the conversation got serious, I said, stop, stop. This is what I want. This is where I'm going. If we are not aligned, please, let's not waste each other's time. Because anything I get involved in, I must be fully committed. That's it. That's it. Oh, let's get to know each other. Oh, no, 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 no. why, why, what's the purpose, what's, anything I get involved in, this is where I'm going, and today, I still do it, even in business, even in different relationships, I tell people, hey, I'm a pastor first, the work of God will get everything, everything first, the work of God will get everything, today, let if the church is going through anything, there is. If if you know me, there is. I will do everything to go to make sure the church is standing. To make sure the church stands. Oh, the, I will go stand at the plasma line to make sure that the 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 electricity is paid because I have fully committed myself to it. But there are people who, and you can tell, you cannot fake being fully committed. You cannot fake it. You cannot fake abandoning all. You can't fake it. There are people that we, you know, you, you almost have to just be okay with knowing they are not all in. It's not an all in type relationship. How many of you know you cannot fake when someone is not fully with you? There is something that you're going to require and they ain't gonna do it. Like they ain't go. They, there's a place that you're going to try get something, and they will not be all in. It's like, okay, some you you you're not all in yet. You're not all in yet. It's it's you can tell. You can tell. You can tell people who are not all in. And what I'm saying is, for you to fulfill the purpose of God. For you to become everything God has called you to be, you must get your heart, your mind to a place where you're all in. That is what Paul was trying to tell the Laodicea church, that you must fully abandon everything. You cannot hold on to your past trying to hold on to your future. You've got to decide which one are you letting go of so you can grab the, nest, the next. You cannot stay at your former job trying to work the next. You must make a decision where you are fully committed, where you're fully committed. I, I, I'll be honest, one of the things that that concerns me and I always make sure now, I think this year I have been a better steward of that is if somebody, um, now there are people who leave and go out of town and stay connected with the ministry. Then there are some who go and they connect to another ministry. One thing that is very dangerous is staying in the middle. You've moved out of town, but you don't decide. You don't decide whether you're going to be connected online or you're going to go find another place to be planted. And what usually ends up happening is people begin to deep dab, deep dab, deep dab, deep dab. And guess what happens when you're deep dabbing? Offense. Offense. I have come to realize people who are offended usually have more than one authoritative voice in their life. People who get easily offended usually have more than one voice in their life. More than one voice. Let me, let me give the, the husbands and the wives a secret. Whenever somebody begins to, and even your children, begin to become offended by your word, become offended by your word, it is because there is another voice that has started speaking to them. Uh, uh, when, when a girl, when a girl, if you have a daughter, when a girl begins telling her daddy, "Daddy, you don't know everything." When, when is it? When does she begin telling daddy, "You don't know everything"? It's when she finds another man. It's when she finds another man that daddy now all of a sudden daddy doesn't know everything. If you've raised a daughter, it's and even men when men grow and begin dishonoring their mom why is it it's because they found somebody else who is taking their hat it's a truth it's a truth so we must be willing to abandon all we must be willing to be all in there is nothing in life that you will do when you are halfway in make that point there is nothing that you will ever Fully succeed in when you're halfway in. Tell your neighbor, be willing to abandon all. Be willing to abandon all. Be willing to abandon all. Write these points down. I want to make sure you get today's points. Write these points down. Mark chapter 10, verse 28. The disciples were asked to abandon all. Mark 10, 28. First Corinthians 9, 15, abandon all, Luke 14, 26, Luke 14, 20. Jesus taught that they should abandon all. You must be willing to lose and abandon all. Be willing to abandon all. Write these points down. What I need is not equal to my calling. A need is not equal to my calling. There are things that we think we need. I need this in my life. I need this in my life. And those things that you think you need are not equal or relevant to your calling. Your calling has its own supply, has its own supply. Your calling has its own supply. For me to be an effective minister in the US, and around the world, there are certain things I have to be okay with. Even though I think I need them. Are you understanding? Your need is not equal to your calling. There are things you're going to do to meet a need that may not be connected to your calling. Like sometimes a job. You do a job to meet a need, I gotta pay bills. But your calling is to be a minister. Next, write these points down. An open door, an open door of opportunity is not always equal to a divine direction. Just because a door opened doesn't mean it's divine direction. Oh, this and this person called me for a job out of town. But what is God's direction? Where did God tell you to go? Oh, because usually what happens is when you step into what God has called you, the devil opens a door to distract you. I'm going to say that one more time. When you step into what God has called you, the devil opens a door to distract you. I have seen it as a deliverance minister around the world. The moment someone begins their deliverance process, the devil always opens another opportunity. There are people that I have been very close to promoting and the week I was thinking of promoting them is the week they said they've gotten another job that pays less than even what they were going to get. I have heard this several times, even from preachers. They are about to bless somebody or do something for someone. And the moment they decide that they're going to do it, that's the time the person takes another angle, another step. An open door is not always a sign of divine direction. You must be fully, fully ready to abandon doors. You must be ready to abandon doors, abandon things for the work of God. The disciples said, we have given everything up. We have given everything up. You, you may end up sweating and working hard and still miss, still miss to be accepted by God. Just because you're working does not mean you're accepted. Just because you're working does not mean you're accepted. There are many people who are in relationships that are just working. But if you really asked them, is this what they want? And had a one-on-one with them, they will tell you, no, there's a reason why I just have to be quiet. It's the truth, it's the truth. Just because you're sweating and you're walking through something does not mean it's acceptance. Next, next, and I don't know where time goes on this course. We must know the difference between God's permission and God's participation. The children of Israel left Egypt and began rebelling. And God said, I will, I will send you to the promised land and I'll send you, I'll send you with an angel. But my presence is not going to go with you. Thank God for Moses. He knew the difference between permission and presence and participation. So Moses said, no, no, no. If you don't go with us, we will not go. There are many people who are in permissible will permissible. God is just allowing them to do something, but they are not in his present will where God is present. I declare that will not be your testimony in Jesus' mighty name. I declare the day you stand before God will not be full of surprises. There will be no surprises. You will know that you're in good standing with God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus, let us lift up our hands and pray. That's where we're going to leave it for today. Father, we thank you. We thank you, my God, that everyone under my voice is willing to abandon all things. Lord, don't let anything stop us. Don't let our way of stinking thinking Don't let our old systems and our old cisterns stop us from fulfilling your will. Lord, let us not be the Leodicean church that is lukewarm. We think we got something, but we ain't got nothing. Don't let us be the cold coffee cup and the, the cold cup of soup that is spewed out of the mouth. Lord, let us be a good drink. Let us be a hot drink. Let us know where we stand with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. I bless you with divine greatness. I bless you with divine purpose. I bless you with divine excellency in the things of God. May God be revealed and manifested in your life today in Jesus' name. As you go through today, I want you to think about the relationships that God has given you, your children, your your spouse, your church, your pastors, your all those things and ask where am I not fully abandoning? What do I need to fully abandon so I can maximize what God desires out of this relationship? Remember we are drinking just water. We are everything else, spew it out of your mouth. In fact, that is a good illustration for today. Drink water and remember lukewarm is spilled out of the mouth. Amen. I love you all. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, The Movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www.firebrandnation.com Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.